hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome. It's the Friday Night Podcast for Friday, uh, February eighteenth, twenty twenty-two. How's everybody doing? Huh? You, you having a nice week? I hope you did, cause I sure as heck had one. I I really did. Um, those those uh, that was an interesting week. Quite a few things happened. Uh, let me talk about some more things than the book of Boba Fett, <laughs> like last week. Oh boy, that was one a uh, very monotonous podcast, I suppose. You know, sometimes I don't really got that many things to say, but that was a thing I was passionate about, alright? So give me a break. And besides, it's my podcast. Why should I apologize for what I talk about on here? But we've got plenty of different topics this week. Um, yeah. Oh, some really interesting ones. Uh, for instance, let's talk about. Oh yeah, okay. Well, all right. Just something that I watched like two days ago. I watched um, Theo Vaughn and H three H three talk about what went wrong in their Bill Burr podcasts. And I was just like, in my head, I was just going on like, what the fuck are you guys doing? You're like bitching and complaining. Uh, uh, you're behaving like high, little high school girls having an argument about another hot chick. Like, what is this? What are you doing? Stop talking about other people. Focus on yourself. It was just so weird, especially age three, age three. Theo Vaughn was kind of like, you know, we just, but it's like, he, he was more like, um, that he should have expected the interview to go the way, I, I know this happened like two years ago, but, but I just watched this, so I don't give a shit, uh, you know, so you watch it, um, that he should have expected Bill to, you know, basically trash him, because that's just what he does, but he... I guess, I guess what he expected was Bill to be more, uh, serious, or, I, I don't understand, because Theo Vaughn is also a comedian, so it would, would make perfect sense for Bill to be like that too, for him to break balls too, I don't know, I'd love it to, for Bill Burr to just trash me, you know, yeah, absolutely, just like I would... I would have loved for Don Rickles to trash me right in my face, you know? I mean, he was the best at doing that. It's just, this society has gone so soft. Um, it's like, come on, these are just jokes, all right? Um, I don't know. I haven't seen the interviews, but the way they were complaining, it was just like, have you actually, like, they actually said that he was different from the way he was in the pod on the podcast, and from what I could, the little clips that I saw, nope, he was pretty much exactly the way he is in the podcast, um, during his podcasts. Like it's like, have you guys, you guys never really knew who Bill Burr was? If you, I don't know, it's just uh, frustrating stuff. Um, and it's also like you gotta you, you gotta understand how to interview people and you gotta know it and you gotta especially when you have a 
high caliber comedian talent like Bill on your podcast, you gotta know what you gotta you gotta be ready for the uh freaking hail of thunder that is coming on you. It's just so weird seeing that. But anyway, let's not talk about that anymore. Let's talk about um well the exam. I had an exam uh yesterday. Um and right, I actually deleted did I say that on the podcast last week? I don't think I did. Cause I think I might have done it afterwards. But basically I decided to just get rid of all my not get rid of but uh, just delete the Twitter and Instagram app off of my phone from my phone so I could really focus on my uh, on my studies um, and I did that occasionally I looked at uh, went on Twitter to, to look at some things like Twitter is actually pretty damn good for news you know you just type in a keyword like Putin which we'll get to. I'll talk about that one uh, in just a bit. As I've informed myself quite a bit on that subject. Well, quite a bit. Let's relax on the terms here. Um, but, you know, yeah, let me just... You could just type something in. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great way to, to just look up the news. Please, nothing happen. Please. Uh, okay. Okay, seems like no World War Three yet. But, uh, um, right, Joe Walsh writes, um, who is Joe Walsh? Okay, former congressman. Uh, okay. He, he wrote, uh, if Putin invades a sovereign country, that's on him. No one else. It's his fault. It's his war. He is responsible for all the destruction and suffering that would ensue. No one else is to blame. Someone tell that to the folks on Fox News. That was his tweet. And yes, I absolutely agree. Um, hold up. Uh, did Ukraine just... No, this has to be fake. This has to be parody. Yeah, it's parody. Um, <laughs> there was a fake tweet of the Ukrainian official Twitter account um, saying, Invade us if you are gay. <laughs> now, obviously, we... You know, just look up uh, Putin's stance on, on gay people. Which isn't even like all oh, gays are forbidden. Uh, and then there's, oh dude, I wish I could just post this meme. This is hilarious. And then there's a response by Putin: Russia pulls all forces out of Crimea. We are definitely not gay. <laughs> hey, this is funny, but um. Nah, but this is fake. This is fake. This is fake, for sure. Um, uh, 
Nah, let me screw it. Let me just talk about the topic now. All right. So Ukraine, my my opinion on it, and uh, I also want to talk about a very hot topic, abortion. I think uh, it's time for me to let you guys know my opinion on abortion, as that would be, I think, pretty damn interesting. Uh, you know, it's such a hot topic, anyways. So it just breeds a lot of controversy. The uh, mentioning of that word, uh, yeah, in general, is just, it divides people. Almost as much as the whole COVID uh, situation, which really has just um, flipped the world completely ups upside down and um, divided people like I haven't seen ever i think no i have never seen people get so riled up about a topic in my lifetime you know uh, now to be fair in my lifetime i'm 21 years old so it's not like i'm 75 year years old saying this but the fact that people are, and it's not like i've uh, really uh, paid attention to politics when i was say five years old but it is sure just amazing how how just Two completely opposing sides and uh you know that I sometimes say things on the podcast which I uh later on hmm, yeah kind of regret saying somewhat but then I also don't regret saying them because this is a part of my development you know i'm developing i'm by no means a perfect human being i have many flaws uh, but i try my best um so i'll not i don't know whether i want to say that i regret saying some of the things that i said i would just say that i wouldn't that i don't agree with some of the things that i've said in the past on this podcast um which usually either you know stemmed from a is that is that is that the past tense of stem stemmed i don't know it was stemmed from a place of emotional uh, response you know just yeah sometimes when you say stuff and you're really emotional about things you say say them in a way that you shouldn't say them you know and sometimes you just you know, you're very vocal about certain uh, topics that you're very emotional about. So, uh, you know, th th that's one of the things that I've done m many times on this podcast. And a lot of the things like I would have an argument with my past self, you know, things that I've just said, it, like that I just said like a year ago, you know. And then there's also the other side where I'm like, I was trying to be somebody else, you know, like, uh, really, I mean, the first, like, six months or so on the podcast, I was trying to be, like, somebody else, like Bill Burr, you know, who is the reason why I even started this podcast, um, so, I, yeah, and to a lot of you, maybe the first six months of the po of this podcast were funnier than they are, than it is now, but to be honest, Mm, I did feel a little uncomfortable saying those things. 
it's like I was really forcing myself to say some of the things that I said for comedic, for, for you know, comic relief. Uh, but it didn't feel natural to me. And this podcast now is not as funny as it once was. I, I still like to think that it's quite funny. But um, I'm not forcing myself to you you know use a lot of insults and and uh and uh, uh a lot of just slur words you know i try not to do that anymore because that's just not really me to be honest so i, I just try to be more myself now um it took me a while to really understand that about myself to really get to that point where i would be like okay this is who I am, this is what I want to do on the podcast, I want to be more like myself, uh, still entertain, but not uh, appear fake, and it's not like appearing fake to other, um, to other people, but if appearing fake to myself, you know, I don't want to do that, so, wow, that was pretty deep, um, yeah, that's just kind of one thing that, I, that went through my head, um, uh, that's been going through my head for quite some time and I felt like I needed to address it. That's right. So, uh, I do want to talk about abortion, but be, uh, so the whole, and with the COVID situation, you know, I was very uh, emotional about it. You know, I was very vocal about it because um, I just saw people not caring about others and um refusing to wear masks and then with the whole vaccine thing it's like yeah you complained about the whole pandemic and now we actually have a way to end it uh, and you know all the hospital workers that are just getting fed up and, and um freaking leaving their jobs because quitting their jobs because it's just too much stress and too many people in the hospitals with covid uh, and there's obviously not just COVID patients, but also other patients as well. So I was just get so frustrated about that. Also, uh, you know, having two people um, who I knew um, die of uh, COVID, that also most certainly, um, you know, just, I guess, got more emphasized that whole frustration you know that i had um but now i'm just like i am really fed up you know and, and at the end of the day it's it's a, it's a bigger issue than to, to a lot of people sadly sadly a lot of people make this out to be like like the government made the vaccine while you could say okay they gave for instance biotech 600 million uh, euros i believe uh to develop the vaccine yeah okay they gave them that money because they needed it they just supported it that's it but at the end of the day it's not like these politicians worked on a freaking vaccine no it's actual scientists uh so i was just getting really frustrated with people's responses and at the end of the, at the end of the day now i'm just the way i look at it is just okay you don't want to, you don't want to, uh, 
get the vaccine. Okay. It's your choice. Uh, I, I ne By the way, I do want to say this though. I never believed in a vaccine mandate. I never thought that that was the right thing. Only for one reason, really. Really just for one reason. Um, if everybody had been forced or was forced to get the vaccine, there would be some people unjustly uh, accusing the government of killing them because some people I guess would have died and they would have said uh, those people who already didn't want to take the vaccine but had to they would they would then say oh you killed us you sons of bitches you you know uh, there would be there's the, even though even if that's not true right they would still just make that up and uh, look at who how many people you've killed with a vaccine we will never forgive you and it would just it would i think that would really ruin the um gosh that would that would um heaten up the situation a heck of a lot more than it already has uh that's just something that we don't need or want right now so um yeah, education is a big problem in all the countries worldwide and people consuming social media, getting misinformation. It's a big issue. It really is. Um, and then also just people writing um, in the comment section of, of videos and tweets. I, I'm a doctor myself. And in my hospital, things are not going on. I mean, I could literally go on social media, right? I, as a doctor, I've been going around the hospital. And there are zombies running around. Zombies are a thing, people. And then people would believe it. Yeah. Like, since when is it enough for people to write as a doctor? comma and then dot 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 really that's it and you're just gonna believe them are they good doctors or are they bad doctors you're not gonna question that when that person writes something huh uh just yeah of course and then yeah when there's a flight simulator video out and and um, somebody's flying it and then uh one person is not happy and then they say as a pilot i really hate your flying or whatever just i uh, just shut up just shut up all right just shut the hell up block those people just block them really yeah sure if they come back block them and, and write some more blasphemous shit like that um yeah, well, <laughs> let's talk about the, as I've now teased the topic for so long, the Russian-Ukraine conflict. Um, now, that's a conflict that goes back a long time ago. I mean, really, I mean, this is all, all um, this, is, this has been going on for almost 100 years now, right? Well, pretty much. Um, like, even before World War II. 
Uh, I'm not e entirely sure when it exactly uh, started. Um, I would, I would assume that the moment America tried to become a global superpower, the moment it 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 saw other countries as a threat, um, and the the moment it was aware of Russia existing, which I'm sure they knew of. Well, I mean, they know of Russia now, where it, where it is, obviously, but um, I don't know since when they know about Russia's location, but I, I think as soon as that happened, they saw the big, um, you know, uh, space that Russia occupied, and they were like, all right, we have some competition here. We have, uh, we have a threat. And I'm sure Russia thought the same thing about the U.S., um, well, let's move on, move forward a little bit with that. After World War Two, you had the Cold War. Two global superpowers left, the U.S. and the Soviet Union. Uh, look at me giving a real history class now. Huh? Isn't that awesome? Um, and that was obviously, you know, I mean, that was just this constant... Uh, yeah, wow, America, we have the atomic bomb. We are the first ones to invent it, to have invented it. And then Russia come along with the hydrogen bomb, which is... Uh, I don't know which one's more dangerous. I think they're both e roughly the same in terms of being a threat. Like, if you're getting hit with a hydrogen bomb or an atomic bomb, you're equally fucked. You're equally dead. Absolutely. Uh, you don't want to be in any of those uh, in any of those situations whatsoever. And then uh, Russia built the atomic bombs, while the U.S. also built, I believe, uh, hydrogen bombs. I'm pretty sure. Um, but did did they? I don't. Know. I'm gonna have to look that up. Uh, U.S. building a hydrogen bomb. Hydro. Hydrogen bomb. Yeah, we gotta look up everything, right? Truman announces development of H bomb. Wow. In 1950? Okay. Why it's so difficult to build a hydrogen bomb? It's been more than 60 years since the US successfully tested the first hydrogen bomb. Since then, only four other countries um, uh, Russia, France, China and the UK have been able to make one themselves. This week, North Korea claimed it had, but you can disregard Kim Jong-un's boast for now. Now, this article was written in the year 2016, January 7th. Quartz. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm pretty sure North Korea hasn't, uh, yeah, uh, because a lot has happened with them, uh, for the past, in the past, uh, six years. Uh, so, but anyways, so you had the Cold War going on, and there was just, just this imminent threat of, um, uh, Russia and U.S., uh, turning this whole cold war into a very hard one 
uh, thus causing a nuclear holocaust and killing us all, which would also mean that I, as well as plenty of other people in the world, billions of other people in the world, dare I say, would have never been born. Yeah. That's right. I would have never been born. So, therefore, I am thankful that this never happened because this would have been, um, hands down, the... It would have been the end of us all. The entire world would have... Would have, um... I mean, really, Earth would be finished. Would no longer exist. Maybe Australia with the nuclear weapons back then. But even that I doubt. Because if you're talking about full arsenal, full weapons arsenal, armory arsenal, um, it's like, dude, um, everybody's gonna die, you know? Uh, yeah. It, it sure as heck is a depressing thing to think about, really. Um, but, you know, so, finally you had the conflict seemingly, you know, resolved. Uh, and when Ronald Reagan, I believe, and, uh, oh, there's a fascinating video I found on Twitter, right? And I, w I do want to play this. This is genuinely fascinating. Um, when uh, Reagan and, and, and Gorbachev in the year 1990, 1991, 89 is when the, the wall fell down, but they, they made like, no, wait, but Reagan was no longer president in 1990, right? He was president from 81 to 89. There must have been 89 then, unless it was Bush talking to Gorbachev, you know, George H.W., or WH WH Bush HW oh gosh I don't know there will be blood he's called uh, HW but uh, I don't know what is different whatever <laughs> um, uh, you know George W Bush's father you know who was also obviously president um, oh yeah the Super Bowl <laughs> that happened um, but that's not what I would talk about because hold on where, where was the video where's the video come on Oh gosh, Manchester City, we got Champions League. Ah, oh, there's too many things to talk about, you know. Uh, while I'm walking through, I'll I'll just talk about some random stuff. I see. Oh yeah, Manchester City, best team in the world right now. Nobody can beat them. Nope, they're gonna win the Champions League as far as I'm concerned, and I would love it to be honest. Yeah, my boy Raheem Sterling finally getting the the respect that he deserves. Uh, you know, you love to see it. You love to see it. Come on, where's the video? Uh. <clears throat> Come on. My gosh. I've liked a lot of videos, uh, a lot of tweets on <laughs> on my Twitter. Oh boy, this is taking so long. Um, it's basically this this 
uh, person giving us um, a great little bit of a, I don't know, history lesson on what happened and the reason why Putin is in the situation that he's in. And it actually makes us, um, well, it helps us identify with him and in his situation a lot more, you know, I, I understand the situation that he is in, you know, um, right, which is what I found so very fascinating, absolutely, now I wish I could find it, uh, and I have no idea why I'm not able to do that, come on, I mean, seriously now, maybe, hold on, I'm gonna I'm pause this, Alright, I found it. I found it and I'm a, I'll play it and I'll play it now. Are you ready? Hold on. There you go. The idea that Ukraine might join a Western military alliance would be quite unacceptable to any Russian leader. This goes back to 1990 when the Soviet Union collapsed. Uh, there was a question as to what would happen with NATO. Uh, Gorbachev agreed to allow Germany to be unified and to join NATO. It's a pretty remarkable concession with a quid pro quo that NATO would not expand one inch to the east. That was the phrase that was used. So Russia has been provoked? Well, what happened? NATO instantly moved to East Germany. Then Clinton came along, uh, expanded NATO right to the borders of Russia. Now there are uh, the Russian, the new Ukrainian government, the government after the overthrow of the preceding one. Uh, the parliament voted, uh, I think, 300 to 8 or something like that to move to join NATO. This but is... you can understand why they would want to join NATO. You can see why Petro Poroshenko's government would probably see that it's protecting his country. No, no, it's not protecting. Crimea was taken away after the overthrow of the government, right? Uh, and uh, he's not protecting Ukraine, is uh, threatening Ukraine with major war. Well, that's not protection. Now, the point is, this is a serious strategic threat to Russia, which any Russian leader would have to react to. That's well understood. Okay, that's it. This was a name... A man called um, uh, Chomsky. If I, I hope I didn't butcher his name, but uh, th that's basically giving Putin's position on why he supposedly has to make a move, uh, because, uh, and I really wonder what happened to the Warsaw Pact, um, which is. Oh, it was dissolved in 91. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> um, does Russia have some kind of Russia's uh, version of NATO? Do they have anything like that anymore? Uh, in 2002, those six agreed to uh, create the, the collective... Security Treaty Organization as a Military Alliance, the SC, 
The CSTO Charter reaffirmed the desire of all participating states to, sorry, uh, to uh, abstain from the use or threat of force. And those six countries are um, Armenia, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, uh, the Russian Federation, Tajikistan, and Uzbekistan. Okay. Well, that is... Eh. <laughs> it's just not that strong, is it? Uh, let's be honest. Um, compared to... Uh, let's talk about the NATO members here, you know? Let, let's talk about them. Uh, in NATO, we have... Um, 30... 30 member states of NATO, the United States, the United Kingdom, Belgium, Canada, Denmark, France, Iceland, Italy, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, Norway, Portugal, Hungary, uh, the Czech Republic, Poland, Bulgaria, Estonia, Latvia, L Lithuania, Romania, Slovenia, Albania, Croatia. I don't know why um, Germany is not on here. Uh, why were why were they not listed? And why are you telling me there's thirty members but you're not listening thirty? Okay. Oh, okay. Well, hold on, hold on. There, there you go. Let's let's do this again. Um, and this is how they've expanded, you know, um, 19, uh, I wish this was in chronological order. Ah, sort by date, perfectly. In the year 1949, 1949, the, these countries joined um, uh, NATO. Belgium, Canada, Denmark, France, Iceland, Italy, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, Norway, Portugal, the United Kingdom, the United States. In 1952, Greece, Turkey. 1955, Germany, 1982, Spain, 1999, and this was after the, uh, um, you know, obviously, um, in 1989, roughly, that's when Reagan and Gorbachev made that deal, roughly, I'm not entirely sure about the year, but um, that was the last year of Reagan's presidency, um, so yeah, you know, they... They made a deal that, um, and the deal was that NATO would not expand not one inch to the east, which is obviously supposed to be Russia's territory. But the US did not hold on to that promise. Hey, we just got to be honest here. As they expanded, and I'm not sure exactly... Well, some of them are to the east. I don't think all of them are. I'm actually not sure. But uh, the Czech Republic, 1999. Hungary, Poland. Then 2004. Oh my gosh, a lot of countries. Uh, Bulgaria, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Romania, Slovakia, Slovenia. 2009, Albania and Croatia. 2017, Montenegro. Montenegro. 
2020, North Macedonia. And now, 2022, Ukraine want to join. And that does not sit, you know, that sit, does not sit uh, well with uh, Putin. You know, I mean, I do think that it is understandable. But at the end of the day, the way I look at it is... This is Ukraine. Stop trying to control this country. Um, but I do think the US would also move forward a little aggressively if if all these countries all of a sudden started joining Russia. Um, the thing is, the US is more um, neighbor country friendly, you know, they, 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 it's just, uh, they're all about diplomacy, really. They've, they've, um, they've, uh, um, made a name for themselves, despite fucking up plenty of times by getting themselves into wars. I'm aware of that, of course. But, uh, they've, um, especially like in the last, in the past, I don't know, let's say about past 15 years or past 10 years, they've really been all out on diplomacy, um. But I don't know, maybe it's also because Hollywood is so big. I'm, I'm sure Hollywood plays some kind of role into that. That we're so like, oh yeah, America is so great. Um, I mean, so I'm sure that plays a part, a role. Um, but why is it America? I guess it's also because capitalism... Um, seems more logical than communism, you know. Uh, to to a lot of countries. So surely that must play a role too, uh, and it seems like the, the you the American way of handling things has been ju has just been more attractive than the Russian way. For for a lot of countries, so that that's why America has has become the chosen one, and also obviously I think uh, the insane and incredible, and incredibly impressive, military arsenal of uh, the U.S. Uh, um, also plays a major, major role in that as well, so. It's also so interesting to look at just the higher higher hierarchy uh, b between them. Like, if you have a country like Turkey and then Russia, it's obvious that Turkey is nowhere near so that Turkey are nowhere near as strong as Russia. I mean, come on, Russia is huge, and uh, uh, they 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 have atomic bombs. They they have uh, their own military aircraft manufacturer. With Sukhoi, I believe. Uh, right? Sukhoi, is, is that a MiG? Is the MiG a Sukhoi? I think so. Yeah. 
Right. Uh, pretty damn terrific airplanes, I have to say. You know, I love airplanes, so I'm always, uh, yeah, they look great. I have to, I, my days, they look fantastic. Um, somebody want to implement them in, into my Microsoft Flight Simulator, maybe? Hmm? 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 Oh, Ben Shapiro breaks down the Russia versus Ukraine conflict. By the way, I've watched a little bit of uh, Ben Shapiro, and I gotta be honest. Um, no, I don't know his uh, opinion on everything that he talks about, but he sure as heck is one of those people that are just. Um, Why well, you know he's just one of those. I think he's misunderstood a lot, and, and there's also this thing of. Even when you don't agree with him, you don't have to then cancel him. Like it's okay to disagree. We're supposed to disagree, otherwise it would it would be boring. If all of us agreed with each other, that would be so boring. Like imagine if I say, "Oh, I think this movie is the best film ever made," and then some other person says, "Oh, I agree." And then another person, oh, I think so too. Oh, yeah, oh, how wonderful. We all agree with each other. How boring is that? That's not that exciting. I think this person is the best football player in the world. Oh, yes, I think so too. Oh, oh, yeah, of course. Of course he is. Oh, how did you like the food? Oh, it was the best food I've ever had. Oh, yeah, my, me too. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so too. It's boring. These cannot possibly be conversations that you can have. You gotta disagree with people. And yes, sure, he might be a little... Uh, he's direct. And I appreciate that about him. You don't have to agree with him. But you should still respect him. And not just be like, oh, he's a douchebag. Because... I don't know. If, he might be a douchebag. I, I don't think so I've never talked to him before so uh, I'm not really qualified to tell you whether he's a douchebag or not in real life but you aren't either because you've never talked to him uh, yourself uh, you don't know what he's like in real life uh, it's like judging me based on the podcast that I do on here is a terrible idea since I am I mean I've literally told you guys that the for so so long heck even right up until December when I talked about the whole vaccine thing I was very emotional about it and now I don't think the same way I thought about it back then the the core stance of people getting vaccinated hasn't changed for me that that that's I still I still think the best and selfless uh, solution but I'm not gonna um, be that vocal about it anymore because I'm just tired of it and I'm just I just don't care anymore. I'm triple vaxxed. I feel great. Never had any side effects. Uh, I've always had vaccinations, plenty of them. Never had anything going wrong with me. Uh, so. Oh yeah, uh, BioNTech. That that's what I got. So, uh, but yeah, you know, this is just me. It's just me. Yeah, whatever. No, no, it's not just me. 
almost everybody else was perfectly fine too. Out of the people that I've talked to, none of them had any problems. No. Nope. Uh, but anyways, uh, we're not here to talk about that. So you, you just have this... What was I talking about? Oh yeah, Ben Shapiro, right. There's, there's just a... F- I'm, think, I'm trying to think whether um, cancel culture, is it becoming stronger or is it becoming weaker? I think it's becoming weaker. And I, that's a good thing, most definitely. Because what this whole cancel culture has been is really... Um, it, it, it took away people's voices. It ha- yeah. Um, and I think people are now just... They put up with it for a couple of years, but now they're just fed up. Just, just stop it. Alright? And honestly, I think people who want to cancel other people, they should be cancelled. Those are the ones that should be cancelled, if anything. And everybody who has in their Twitter bio... Uh, I cancel this person, ban them, delete their Twitter. Twitter, get on your shit and delete them. Cause, cause what that means, what what cancelled this person means in other words, I've I've ruined this person's life. That's what that means. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um. So yeah, there's so many things to talk about. Uh, the whole Ukraine thing is just. I hope nothing's gonna happen. I am. I. I. I this is so terrifying. Um, I hope Putin doesn't I- invade uh, Ukraine. Um, I mean, it's like, dude, stop trying to control other people. All right, stop trying to control other people, other countries' decisions. I mean. That's not your country. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Putin. I respectfully disagree. That's not your country. Um, and if they want to join NATO, you, you should let them. They don't want to be with you, Russia. This feels like a weird like ex-girlfriend situation. Like the ex-girlfriend trying to, trying to hold on to the boyfriend, but the boyfriend wants to move on with, to a, with a different girl. NATO is just sexier to to uh, Ukraine than Russia. That's what Ukraine's saying. I'm not saying it, Mr. Putin. Um, I'm not saying anything because I'm scared to voice my opinion uh, on this. Oh uh, yeah, for damn sure, bruh. Um, no, it's just I don't know. They they're just um. Uh, I don't have anything against Russia for the record. All right, I really don't. No, 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 I don't. Uh, as a matter of fact, some of the most beautiful women I've ever seen uh, were Russian. Absolutely, I use. Oh, I remember this. Uh, I had this crush on a girl uh, in uh, elementary school, first grade until fourth grade. Um, gosh, this girl looked so beautiful. It was incredible, she, and she knew it. She she knew I was into her, and a lot of other boys were into her too. She she was wow. Uh, really looked uh, just just terrific, honestly. Um, 
I saw her a couple of years later and she gained a lot of weight. Only in the hip section though. Like only her butt go grew a lot bigger. Which I don't have a problem with. Um, but that was just one of those things where I was like, damn, you've changed a lot. Um, yeah, that was one of, one of the weird ones. Like, I, I don't even exactly know what happened to her. Uh, but, uh, I, I mean, well, I do know that, uh, I don't want to say it. Nothing bad happened. No, no, no. She's got a job, so she's fine. But, uh, I haven't seen her in so many years. It's actually crazy. I don't even know whether she would recognize me. Um, would she? I don't... Uh, if I told her, she would probably know me. Yeah, I, I think so. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. But the thing is also, would I even recognize her? I don't know that. Uh, she might recognize me though, I don't know. Point is... I, uh, some really lovely people who I've, to, who I've talked to, uh, were Russian, you know, also my, uh, dr driving school instructors, you know, also Russian. They're some of the loveliest and most awesome people I've ever met. And they're Russian. And, um, there's so, so many things to love about Russia, really. I mean, hey, I'm just saying these things so that Putin doesn't have me, you know. I don't want <laughs> I want to be on his good side for sure um, but I, I understand both positions you got to realize this is a tough 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 situation that both of them are in because um, what Russia Russia doesn't want to be disrespected I understand that side of it too uh, it's a difficult, it's a very, very difficult situation. It's a very scary situation. I seriously hope nothing happens, nothing bad happens. I, I seriously hope Russia just <clears throat> goes back to Russia. <laughs> uh, not not as far as in history, um, no, no, but Russia just going back, like the Russian troops going back to Russia, um, which some of them have, but... According to the U.S., there is an imminent threat of an of a of a sudden invasion, which could happen at any second. So um, that's that's incredibly incredibly terrifying. And uh, oh boy, I guess we're just gonna have to wait and see for this incredibly, hopefully, non-lethal and non-fatal situation to. To smoothen out, yeah, and uh, for for nothing to actually happen, because oh boy, this is scary. Okay, um, I do want to talk about abortion, and then I actually want to talk about my exam and how interesting that was. Oh boy, um, let's talk about let's talk about um something I just just decided to write down into my status. On WhatsApp, and I think I should just read it out because I, I wrote such a nice, I wrote nice things. All right, so yeah, here's what I wrote. Uh, since I'm in the mood, let's talk about another hot topic: abortion. 
Do I think women should have the right to abort their child when pregnant? What's he gonna say? What's he gonna say? Yes. Here is why I think this way. First, I'm a man and I will never experience what it is like to carry another child with me. Thank God. I have no idea what it is like to be a woman. So why the heck should I have a say in this? That's right. So, like, why, sh why sh should I be the one to tell him you cannot do that? I... I'm, I don't think I'm in the right position to have a call on that, really. I, I don't know. Uh, but second, I still have some opinions, though. Um, in my opinion, it should be the woman's choice and her choice alone, her choice only, whether the baby is kept or not. Why? Because she is pregnant, not me, she is pregnant. I always find it weird when men say, we are pregnant. No, you're not. She is. Yes, without you, hopefully, she wouldn't be pregnant. But the baby is still inside her, inside her. Third, what if she was raped? I don't think she, would, she should have to keep the baby then either. If she wants to keep it, by all means, let her keep it, despite her possibly being in a relationship with a with another man. Um, that must hurt a heck of a lot to be in a relationship and raped by somebody, and then also to have gotten pregnant by the rapist. Tough. It still should be her choice alone, though I would understand the man... Wanting to have a word in that too. That's understandable at least and I wouldn't blame him for that uh, And yeah, that's that's a tough one um, Keeping like I mean if she wants, if she was raped uh, and she wants to keep the baby uh, The baby is from the rapist um, If the man doesn't want it, I mean well, I mean, the man shouldn't have to pay child support, first of all, because that's not his baby, you know. So he got that out of the way. Um, but it's also like whenever you look at the child, you're going to constantly think this is the son, this is the child of a rapist. And that's, a, that, that, that's something very, very tough. To, to think about, you know, something truly, um, very, very touchy subject matter. It's a tough one. I definitely think the man should have more of a say in this one. Um, but you know, if you had sex with her, hey, you know what can happen during sex. You can cont contract a sexual d disease and you can get him pregnant. Well, but if it's not your child, then first of all, no child support for you. But I do understand you wanting to have a say in this. And, uh, I wouldn't blame you for that at all. Uh, fourth, as the final, top, uh, final uh, point that I've addressed, um, I think. If the woman's life is in danger, I think the woman's life should be saved instead of the baby's life. Tough call. But hey, this is a very tough topic to think and talk about.
I want to lay out a scenario for you guys that would break the rule. My wife is on the verge of giving birth to our child. Unfortunate. Now, sorry, uh, I want to lay out a scenario for you guys that would break the rule. The rule obviously being the woman, it's the woman's choice, that being the rule. But this is a scenario I would rule. I would lay. I will. I want to lay out um, that where that would break that rule, possibly. You know. So the scenario is: my wife is on the verge of giving birth to our child. Unfortunately, she would die if the doctors follow through with the procedure. She made me promise to save the baby's life instead of hers. If, if it ever came to that, what would I do? I would save my wife's life, thus breaking my promise to her. Save the wife, lose the baby. As incredibly sad as that would be, I couldn't let her go. I, I couldn't let her go, despite making a promise to her. At the end of the day, you're just going to have to ask yourself the question whether you find it okay that the kid is not growing up with their mother and seeing the kid will always have a negative connotation to it because your da your wife died for her or for it, sorry. A kid needs its mother. A mother is one of the most precious things a kid will ever have. And she is very important, especially during the kid's early years. And as harsh as this might sound, you can always try again with the kid. It's not that difficult impregnating a woman. But it is incredibly difficult finding another woman who is right for you and willing to adopt the child with you. You know, and basically take care for for your child like it's hers um, so yeah that's my opinion on abortion one hell of a topic um, yeah <laughs> um, very tough very very tough indeed but um Hey, sometimes you just have to, I mean, at the end of the day, everybody's going to have to make their own choice. This is my opinion only, only my opinion. Uh, some of you will, will agree. Some of you might not. Some of you possibly have changed their mind over what I just said. Um, I don't know, but it's... It's an undeniably difficult uh, and tough, 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 tough thing to go through. Um, yeah, that's right. And I think I should just move on with the final topic. And then I would like to wrap it up. The final topic being, how was the exam? How was it? Did I like it? Did I hate it? How was it? Um... So, uh, 
as you guys know, I um, well, I you know deleted my social media for this after all, so I better have this better have gone a decent way at least, right? Hopefully. So, how did it go? So, I just want to lay out the situation for you guys, how I went into the exam. Uh, I wrote it yesterday on Thursday, a day before. So, I, 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 um, um, the way I prepared myself for the exam was I did a, a lot of quizzes. It, it was basically um, the two pro, it was two professors we had for the exam. Uh, because of two courses, two courses, one exam, you know, so both of them combined into one. Um, and one of the professors, a female pr professor who I preferred much over the uh, male professor, but the female professor, she, uh, basically had the, had those quiz questions, you know, for, for her course and that she, we could, um, we could do over and over again however often you w we would want to do them so we could test ourselves for uh, and prepare ourselves for the exam i did them a couple of times um some of them and um well i did all of them once and then uh, the majority i believe the majority of them I did uh, for a second time some of them i didn't do for a second time cuz i was like ah oh, let me just go to bed now um, yeah, clearly I had um, some issues time-wise, but, um, you know, basically, I just, I tend to um, uh, learn from my stuff too late, and the way I do it, it's not healthy, but in the meantime, I watch a lot of movies when I should learn. And then I stopped watching movies, which is exactly what I've done. I, I, I've, I've taken a break uh, with, with watching movies. Um, but I will get back to that in, 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 in two weeks, I think. Oh, damn, only one and a half. Well, I mean, on, on Tuesday, I have my next exam. And then the week after that, on Wednesday, March 2nd, I have my final exam, the third one. And that's when... That that same day, I will already go crazy on uh, with watching movies. Uh, of course, of course, I will. I'll, I'll I'll return. It's gonna be the return of the king. As a, a, a as in I am, the king returning. Not watching the Lord of the Rings because I'm not watching that. No, not now. At some other time, I'll rewatch it. But um, let's get to the point. All right, <laughs> shall we? Uh, on Wednesday, I was I was uh, I went to bed a little early. Oh, I think I should combine this. Hold on. Of course, on the, uh, la the past weekend uh, or last weekend, I watched the Manchester City game. Did I also watch Manchester United? I think I might have. This is the most awesome thing ever. The fact that I'm g getting to see Cristiano Ronaldo play for Manchester United every single every single week. And the great thing is, or the the special thing about it is, he's not gonna play for Manchester. He's not gonna play football for much longer. He's already thirty seven years old. I remember on I believe it was um, yeah it was two weeks ago on the podcast. I said 
I believe his Ronaldo's birthday is on February 25th, is what I said. What I didn't realize was it was just a day after the I did the podcast. So he's already 37. Um, which, when I looked at it, I was like, oh my gosh, now I kind of feel stupid. But, so yeah, he's not going to play football for much longer. I don't know how many years he has left in him. Uh, he said something about five years. I don't believe that. Four or five seasons. I, I don't think so. No, I, I think he's just talking now. Uh, I, I don't see that happening. I think one or maybe two more seasons. Until he's 39. Um, and that's sad. But it's, I, it's the way I feel about it. And the thing is, I, I don't think he's... Uh, <sighs> like you should just take that chance and watch him play the, the final years with Ronaldo you do not want to miss him come on now I'm talking to my friend right now who, who got himself disowned for an entire year and doesn't have access to the to the Premier League which I'm just question um, and I wish I had told him this earlier I wish I had told him this before because I could have maybe talked him out of it uh, by just simply saying, see, he loves darts. That's why he uh, uh, he got himself uh, the zone, uh, the Germany, though. That's the problem. Um, hmm, what is going on here? Well, basically... He could have, slash, should have, got himself uh, the zone US probably, uh, as that is much cheaper. Or the zone UK, I don't much care. But they have, I'm, I'm pretty sure both of them have the, um, uh, the zone. Uh, sorry, darts. I'm currently on the website of the zone, and it's ninety nine dollars a year. Wait, is there no monthly one? Well, that sucks. Hold on, let me go. The Zone UK darts then, alright? Ah, The Zone, you suck. Oh gosh, The Zone really sucks. Um, The Zone, screw you. The Zone UK darts. I'm sure they have it. Darts on the zone. Oh, oh, you. Oh, gosh. If you guys saw the freaking pain that I was in right now with, with this stupid website. Um, oh, no. Sky Sports in the UK. Okay, well, then the zone US, all right? $100 for one year. And you're getting the zone. You're getting darts. Oh my gosh, I'm not focusing. I'm sorry. This podcast went so well, pretty much. And now I'm just messing it up by not paying attention. <laughs> I hate when I do that. It happens to me. <sighs> okay, so, yeah, that's what he should have done. But um, it's just so awesome watching freaking just $5 a month. Are you kidding me? $5 a month for, for Peacock. 
where I get to watch uh, the Premier League. My favorite player in the world right now, Raheem Sterling, play for Manchester City every single week. He has been doing incredibly well, and I'm so stoked to, to watch him play football all this th throughout all this time. I think it's awesome. He's been doing a really good, damn good job. Um, I mean, yeah, if we look at the schedule on the Zone US, uh, what they have. Uh, they have, they have, they have. When is Dodds coming back? Okay, they're taking a break. They're taking a break. Oh, it's coming back uh, March 3rd, 8 p.m. Uh, Premier League Darts Round 4. And there's this one, uh, this, uh, this, um, what's his name? Michael or Michael van Gavin, right? Michael van Gavin. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's from the Netherlands. Um, yeah, you can watch him on the, the the zone, US. And you know, my friend got himself the zone for 175 euros a year for one year before it extended, because the idiots at the zone freaking doubled their prices from 15 euros a month to 30 euros a month so that means from 175 euros a month a year sorry <laughs> don't be mad to um how much how much was it again the zone deutschland Price. Uh, see, let's see, let's see. Oh, 275. Insane. They're idiots. Um, so, yeah, I don't understand why he did that, though, because with the, the thing is, it's so not worth it because you have J June, July, where football is just non-existent. It's just useless. It's nothing is happening, literally. So out of those 12 months that you've just booked, two are already useless. So you have 10 months left. But have you forgotten? The World Cup is coming up. The World Cup uh, in Qatar happening in November, December. For two months. Two months you will not have football on the zone. Because they're not going to have uh, the World Cup on there. That's for damn sure. Which means you're taking two, uh, two months away once again, leaving you with eight out of twelve months. So you're paying for twelve months, and are getting eight months worth worth of content and four months of nothingness. Sorry, bro, that wasn't worth it. Um, and I wish I had I had uh, told him these. Uh, numbers before but uh i didn't think of that so but you know it was, it's still his money he, he decided to do it you know uh uh you know at, at least he didn't get himself sky which who who are still charging freaking 30 30 uh euros those are absolute morons i swear like i said bankruptcy incoming i, I cannot wait same thing for you guys over there at the zone bankruptcy. 
Hill, you're next. The zone, you trash. Um. Oh yeah, sorry. Oh my gosh, I wanted to talk about the exam. Okay, I'm almost done. How did I get off on this? I have no idea. I did. I get off on. Sorry. Um, oh yeah, of course I wanted to say that I'm watching these Manchester City games. I watched Raheem Sterling uh, on the, during the weekend last week end, um, and he scored a hat trick, uh, and I was so stoked about it. He scored, he scored a perfect hat trick, as a matter of fact, which means one uh, goal scored with your left foot, one goal scored with your right foot, and one goal scored with your head, a header. You know, left foot, right foot, header, boom perfect hat-trick and my gosh did he score a beautiful goal uh one of them was just stunning and then in the champions league against sporting sporting lisbon he scored an absolute screamer on tuesday and i was like oh my god raheem he also got an assist before that so he got an assist and an insane goal that was actually the perfect goal that he scored I, I, I lost my shit when I saw that, you know, because, you know, I love, I love Raheem, so I cannot wait to see him play in the World Cup. Yeah, tell you what, this Champions League season, I'm going to be rooting for Manche Manchester City, because I finally want Pep Guardiola to win, to, to win it with them, I, I want Sterling to win it, I want, just, just, just let, just, they deserve it, you know, I mean, say what you want to say about the club owners, the fact that they had so much money pumped in, but it's like these are big players and they've worked their asses off and uh, and they're very hardworking and, and they play beautiful, very entertaining football. And I think that's that there's just for so many reasons they actually really the players deserve it and Guardiola also deserves it. He's also worked his ass off for sure. So yeah, I'll give him that. Then on Wednesday, um. I watched um, six minutes, the first six minutes. Well, I watched the pre-game show on uh, Paramount Plus uh, with Jamie Carragher. Um, and apparently, I found out, I found out about it, I believe, a day before, right, that the UEFA got rid of the away rule, which is basically when you're in the knockout stages, it always used to be, if you're the away team and you score a goal, it's it counts, it counts more. It counts. Uh, it, 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 it's it's stronger. It, it holds more merit to it. It's more it has more of an influence on it than a, than a goal scored when you're playing home. You know. So let's say one team uh, wins. Um, an an away team wins two one. And then the home team in the next match wins uh... No, this doesn't work. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, let's just say that the away team scores Oh, sorry, I gotta I gotta do an example. Manchester Bayern Munich versus Manchester City. First game in Munich. Manchester City wins in Munich 2-1. Then the second match in Manchester by Munich wins, which is an away game for them, 
which means it's 2-2 overall. You would no normally think it's extra time. But because Manchester City scored two away goals rather than one, that means... Um, that means Manchester City will move forward in the knockout rounds and Bayern Munich is kicked out. Also, another example to make this even clearer to you. If the first match, Bayern Munich and Manchester City play a nil-nil, and then the next match in Manchester, Bayern Munich and Manchester City play a 2-2, Bayern Munich will advance forward because they scored two away goals despite, despite it being a draw. But Manchester City, uh, Bayern Munich would move forward because they scored two away goals. And that's stronger than two home goals. And I've, not, I've never been a fan of that rule because it's also often been complicated because there was also, I believe, a particular point in time when, it, when away goals kind of counted as two, which I always thought was stupid. But I also don't like this rule. It's also the reason why... Bayern Munich got knocked out of the knockout stages uh, last season to Paris Saint-Germain because Paris Saint-Germain, what, they scored, uh, they won 2-1, I believe, in Munich. So they scored two away goals uh, and Bayern one home goal. And then Bayern won in Paris 1-0. Uh, which means overall it's 2-2 with Paris Saint-Germain having scored two away goals and Bayern one home goal and one away goal, which also meant instead of extra time, it meant bye-bye Bayern and advance PSG. That's what it meant, and I thought that was so stupid. I still think so. So I got I just gotta be honest and say, hey, the, the 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 away rule has always been stupid, and according to Jamie Carragher, who liked the rule, by the way, I gotta disagree with him, because well, his argument was that um, it was uh, always the 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 one unique special thing about the UEFA Champions League, well, and the Europa League. Um, that that it was always this away rule, and um, that that that's not the case with in any other co competition out there. And that you're taking away the one novelty and special thing from that that. But I'm also like, yeah, okay, fine, that was a special thing. But I thought it was a, I always thought it was a stupid thing because I also think it's a it's a it's a skill for a team to get a nil nil. No matter where you play, home or away, it doesn't matter. But, but that one never gets any um, sort of, um, you know, I don't know, thought. And it's just such flawed thinking, in my opinion. It should just be, yeah, one home game, one away game. Both face the same obstacles. So let's just treat this as one advantage 
one disadvantage, but both go through that. So let's just have it be equal because that's what it is. It's a plus one. It's a minus one. It's a zero overall. My gosh, I only I almost dropped my fucking phone. That just scared me. Did you hear that? Oh my gosh. Fucking. Ah, this dream. Oh my gosh, my heart. I almost dropped my phone. I walked around the room. Oh my god. My heart. Beating at 130. Oh, that was a word. Oh, oh. Sorry. <laughs> that was not good for my heart. <laughs> I don't know whether you whether the mic picked that one up as I'm doing this on my phone currently uh, oh boy oh god but anyways that's my position <laughs> finally the exam I hate when I freaking okay now now I'm finally talking about it alright just shut up get get over it and finish the podcast alright it's been going on for long enough Ugh. um so you have the, uh, what happened? <laughs> Sorry, uh, Wednesday, right. I went to bed a little early. I looked at some old exam questions and uh, some uh, did some qu- uh, quiz questions, you know, from the one female professor and from the male professor. I got some uh, old exam questions, apparently. And... They were very helpful, as it, as it turned out. But, I got I gotta let you know how I went to bed. I went to bed and I was completely, like, I was already in bed at, like, what, 10 p.m., which was uh, completely uh, different to all the other times I went to bed uh, preceding that, uh, which was, like, past midnight pretty much every single night and that was just not a good thing really uh, especially not when you wake up at 6 a.m in the morning um but so i did so i did and i went to bed at 10 p.m i just i couldn't i couldn't fall asleep I, I just had all kinds of all kinds of all kinds of bad thoughts as i always do because i'm a pessimist you know let me sip a drink of water Ah, the good old tradition. That's right. Um, so, you know, the pessimist in me, the pessimist that I am, um, I just did that. And I, 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 I just had one bad thought after another. Oh, yeah. I'm so going to fail this exam. I'm so going to fail it. I should have learned more. But I thought I did enough. And then I just kept thinking of my mother trashing me. Right? That she would trash me if I failed this exam. That she would give me shit for it. And be like, see, told you. Uh, um, you know. I just had the worst kind of, kinds of thoughts ever. And then I really tried forcing myself to think well. Because I knew that... It, if I kept having these bad thoughts, I would not be able to sleep happily, you know, <laughs> in peace. Um, I also had this idea. Well, first of all, it was very windy outside, which was really annoying. So, uh, 
I, I pulled my curtain. Uh, I, I um, closed my curtains, which I don't usually do. But uh, I, I did that. I did it this time around because I was like, my gosh, this is loud. It is annoying. And I just want to sleep. And it was so windy. It was genuinely stormy weather. It was crazy, man. Uh, well, crazy for Germany. Uh, I, I, I've seen some of the shit that, that that's like happened with hurricanes and tornadoes in America. Thankfully, we haven't had any of them over here. Uh, but um, yeah. So it was weird. It, it was very weird. Um, I tried. I tried. I tried. I tried. And then I also had this thought, this bad thought. Well, well, I had this thought of, yeah, what if we cannot go to the, you know, because my mom drove me to school, because how else am I going to get there? Because uh, my, my semester ticket is currently not, um, what it, it expired. And uh, uh, so I'm not able to use the bus. And besides, on exam day, I don't exactly feel comfortable using the bus, because... What if it gets late and, you know, but you know how it is, at least when it's, when it comes to exams, like big exams, you at least want to be driven there, you know, that's the, that's the preference at least. Um, so that was the case. Um, so I was like, ah, maybe it's going to be so windy enough that we cannot go. Mm. And I also had the thought, which was a pretty mad thought. If you think about it, um, that maybe I should force myself not to fall asleep and that I should just uh, just stay up all night long um, until the morning. And basically what then happens is you're sick, you know, and th that I would then be sick. So I would, I would make myself sick so I wouldn't have to write the exam because I had so much anxiety. I had that thought. I know, right? Crazy. Uh you know, but thankfully, I did not do any of those stupid things, as that would really be unlike me, to be honest. Um, so I just, I just forced myself to think. Now, Eunice, you fucking did your thing. You did learn, and you know some stuff. Come on now. Come on now. It's just an exam. Relax. It's just an exam. This is not a call to war. You know, call for war. This is not one of those things. This is, ju this is just an exam. Relax. You better relax. Boy, you better relax. That's just kind of the, what I thought about it, you know. And uh, shortly after, I went, uh, I, I fell asleep about an hour later. And um, I woke up uh, in the morning at 6 a.m. I was very tired. I was so tired that I could have easily slept uh, through a, just gotten back to sleep i could have easily done that and usually i would have if i didn't have if i hadn't had an exam that day so i not exactly un i <laughs> nervously i was very nervous for sure if you cannot if you couldn't tell you know we we went to the university and um you know, I, I, I went through uh, some of the material that I had brought with me and I looked at it and I looked at it and looked 
that it oh, was so funny because then finally I went to, to campus. I, I got out of the car. I went, uh, walked up to campus and um, read through the things. I went to the toilet and um, uh, yeah, I got out of it. Obviously out of toilet, out of the toilet. <laughs> Um, well, this is so not special, uh, but anyways, I just, I just looked around in the, um, ah, what's it called in English? Is it the same word? Um, atrium, atrium, atrium. Uh, atrium. Is that, is there an atrium in English? Well, basically in uni, the, 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 the big hall, right? I have, it seems like there is an atrium in the English language. Yeah. Okay. I, well, in the atrium, I, I hope, I hope you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, the, like the center stage, the central place of a, u, of your, uh, of the university, right? It's, it's usually always inside, I believe. Um, I, I, I just looked around. There were a bunch of people um, who also had exams to write, all kinds of exams. And I just, I, I, I was confused where to go. I, I was like, I don't know where to go. I, I knew my, uh, the, the, the room. Uh, the thing is, now here was the scary part, right? Here was the scary part. The, the, uh, because of COVID, I, I, I guess that that must be the reason. Um, well, to be fair, we were a lot of students as well. So that does that. Yeah, sure. That must be a, a reason as well. So, but, um, um, so basically four different locations as far as I can remember, or maybe even five different locations, uh, when the, where the, um, yeah, four or five different, ex I think it's five, five different locations or six. It was so many really, um, places where, where the exam uh, was written, the same exact, exact same exam was written. And a lot of people in in each in, in each room, and five, I believe five or four four or five out of those six were on campus. There was one or two, so maybe it was seven in total. I have no idea how many rooms, a lot of rooms. All right, but there was were one or two rooms which were at a completely different place. Completely different place, not on campus. No, but like a 25-minute uh, walk. J so, j you just remember that now, alright? Because this is um, uh, pretty, yeah, somewhat important to the story. Well, so, basically, the exam was set to start at 10 a.m. And... I just kind of looked around at, at the other students and um, kind of tried to orientate myself 
uh, where I should go and where the the room is that I I'm supposed to go to. I knew the the name of the room. I knew the I knew which room I had to go to, but I didn't know where the room was. That was a big problem. But so I I kind of went outside as I saw a student leave the atrium and I was like, "All right, let me kind of follow her." And then you know, with a little bit of distance, then I, I believe I kind of lost her after like a 20 seconds. And then I asked somebody else, um, uh, do you know where uh, this room is? Uh, and she said, um, ooh, well, see, on this side it says it's in there, so I must be in there. So I went back into the atrium. I asked a bunch of people. I asked uh, another girl, and she said uh, she's not sure. She guesses I'm supposed to go. She basically pointed me back into the direction where um, I already was, and where I, when I asked the uh, the girl before um where I should go to but she's she obviously pointed me back inside so I told the second girl well I just asked someone uh before you and she said I should go back in here and I was there where you just pointed me at so I was like but okay still thank you though um well then I asked a third person and then it was a guy and he said Oh, okay. Uh, I don't. I'm not writing the exam at in that room, but uh, I'm pretty sure you're supposed to go this and there. And he pointed me to the direction I went there. So I went there, and then I opened the door, and I, you know, I wanted to register myself in. It was uh, 9:56. 9.56 a.m. roughly. So I had about four minutes until the exam would start. And all of a sudden... Um, oh, I need the English word for that. Well, no, no, no I don't. Screw it. I don't need it. Um, uh, I asked uh, here. Uh, I said, here. here's my registration number, whatever. And they said... Um, we uh you you are not on the list for this uh room you are on the list for a different room and i was like oh shit fuck no 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 but i got this registration number right and this is telling me here so come on let me in please it's not exactly how desperate I sounded and not exactly what I said, but basically that was my intention. And kind of just being like, but, but, but it, it says it right here. It's my number. Uh, as I later on found out, I, I, I screenshotted the uh, wrong number. So, so the number that I thought that was assigned to my uh, name was actually the wrong one. Or a different one, you know. So I looked at a because because we got a we, we got a list before and we did not get the name with the uh, location where our exam was written, but just a bunch of numbers and a lot of very similar numbers. And we got, we got about like 200, 200, 250, like a huge list. 
Um, so I must have uh, gone with a very similar looking number, um, but but it wasn't quite that. So I was thinking to myself, oh fuck, what if I have to go to this place that is 20, 25 minutes away from me? I'm going to freaking miss my exam. I'm going to be late for my exam. Even though I had been here throughout all this entire time for so, so long, right? I was so scared. And then she said, um, that, so that is what went through my head. And then she said, um, do you know where this room is that you're supposed to go to? As she told me the name of it. And I said, um, uh, no, no, no. And she said, okay, no problem. You're supposed to go straight, then left, then right, then left in, and then you're going to see it. And then in my head, I was like, Hey, slow down, what the heck? What left, right, left, right, left, right? Stop it, right? I was like, okay. Uh, so I repeated it. I was like, so uh, left, right, left, in. And then I was like, oh, is it the place where you can do a, sp a certain thing? Uh, and then she was like, yes. And I was like, oh, okay. And she said, um... If you don't find it, you can come back and we'll still give you the exam. Now, the reason why they can still do that is because... Uh, and the reason but the reason why they want me to go there is because um, my name is already written on the exam with, the, with the, the registration number already. You know, so everybody has their name already pre-written, uh, printed out with the registration number, already the exam with the uh, row and the place that you're supposed to sit at, you know, uh, absolutely. So that's why they would like to have that, um, uh, you know, uh, standard, basically. So I went in there, and I thankfully found it. Uh, by the way, the, the girl, um, thankfully, was so nice and said, uh, if you don't find it, you can come back, and we'll still give you an exam, you know, if you don't find the room, you can, start. so that was awesome that she said that, that definitely put me in ease, but it was already 9.58 a.m., and as I looked at the clock, I only had two minutes to find the room, to sit my ass down, get my freaking um, uh, pens out, and uh, get to writing, you know, get to writing the test. And thankfully, I got there and I wrote it. I I, I wrote it and I wrote it and, and I wrote stuff on it. Uh, you know, it's, it was good. It was good. Well, I mean, let me rephrase that. <laughs> let me rephrase that. It's not going to be a good grade, is it? Uh, but it, uh, I, I doubt it, but... It, it was good in the sense that I'm pretty sure that I've passed. As a matter of fact, I am 98.1% sure that I've passed, but there's still a, 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 another 1.9% where I'm unsure, but the 98.1% is obviously what we want to focus on. Absolutely. So I, I was super stoked with the exam. Um, as a lot of the questions were familiar and uh, who that I knew the answers to, so that was a good thing, and um, overall, um, yeah, that's right, that's it, that's it, I'm pretty stoked about it, um, 
so obviously yesterday I was super super delighted and 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 in a great mood I really was. I caught up on the uh, Bayern Salzburg game. Uh, I could have watched the full game. I decided not to. I watched the highlights, ten minutes, ten minute highlights uh, on Paramount Plus, and um, I'm glad I didn't watch the game. A one-one. What a joke. I'm sorry. Just, it just embarrassing what the heck's buying what the heck are buying doing i don't understand um defense man defense i'm telling you but also offense wasn't great but Bayern usually are great offensively so um yeah other than that i have to say uh that was fun <laughs> That's right. And I'm going to have to wrap it up now as I'm tired. Uh, yeah, and uh, come on, 100 minutes. Give me a break, everybody. That's it. Have a wonderful weekend. Well, it's the first time I ever wished that to you, right? I'm doing this on a Friday, and for the first time ever, I'm wishing you a, 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 a nice weekend. How weird is that? I'm, I cannot believe I have never... Uh, yeah, because I'm not a traditional person. I don't know. I'm just traditional person. What does that even mean? Well, you know, I'm not... I don't have manners. Of course I do. <laughs> God, I'm really trashing myself here. Um, no, I, just, I don't know why I've never thought of it. Because I tell it... I say it to other people. I don't know. I have a nice weekend, honestly. I have a, I have a wonderful weekend. I really hope so. And uh, enjoy your night, as this is the Friday Night Podcast. And everybody, you know what time it is. Everybody, please stay safe, take care, and wear a condom.